0: Welcome everybody, Hush Tones Podcast to the max, it's Monday morning, Daylight Savings just ended, it's 5.30 in the morning, 5.31 to be exact, in the east, it's your buddy Gavin, filibuster Freestyle, Hush Tones Podcast, we are podcasting at what I believe is the earliest time ever, at least in terms of being in the eastern time zone, that we've ever done in the almost eight years of the show. After the theme song, I'm going to tell you why, as we approach our 8th anniversary, this show will be changing forever following the end of January 2023. Uh, Up until that point, though, this is episode 584, we're working on getting to episode 600 and timing it just right to line up with our 8th anniversary so that we can completely make a, hopefully a fun shift after episode 600 in what would be colloquially known as episode 601. But before the theme song, before we get into anything else, including, man, the Boston Bruins had a bad weekend, Um, let's talk about Pop Sketch Designs you like sports, you like pop culture, you like movies, you like music, you like cool t-shirts that let you tell people which of those things you like and why. You can go to Pop Sketch Designs on Instagram or slash shop popsketchdesigns Get yourself some t-shirts, get your family and friends some t-shirts in time for the holidays, gifts, presents, etc. We got you covered over there at Pop Sketch Designs. Here comes the theme song. Filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster freestyle. Filibuster, filibuster. Watch out for the filibuster. Filibuster, freestyle. Freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. It's the filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. Filibuster freestyle. All right, theme songs in the books. First thing I want to do is shout out condolences to. Philadelphia sports fans happened to lose the World Series, also happened to lose the MLS Cup. Um, It's not easy to make it to the World Series and win a National League pennant, or an American League pennant for that matter. It is not easy to get to the MLS Cup, winning the Eastern Conference, I think they still call it that. Um, It's tough to make it to the finals and lose, but to do it and have it ultimately end on the same exact day to lose two professional sports league championships in the same day. I'm not sure that's ever been done before. So as our friend Dan O'Brien said on Twitter, check on your Philadelphia sports fans in the next few days. I would like to tell them that it gets better. And it probably, it definitely does, excuse me, but wow, two two championship losses on the same day. Uh, I actually... For those of you who know, my day job involves collegiate sports. I witnessed two teams being eliminated brutally within 48 hours of each other in fashion, in the sport of soccer, in a fashion that you almost can't fathom. But this is different. This is the finals of a professional sports league, same city, and that's trouble. But the big silver linings playbook, Eagles-inspired pun there, Bradley Cooper shout-out, Jennifer Lawrence, too, I think. Regardless, the big silver lining for the Eagles is that they are the only undefeated team in the NFL right now. Ain't no. And really, guys, in Philly, the only thing you actually care about is the Eagles, let's be honest. So my guess is if the Eagles make the Super Bowl and or win the Super Bowl, which would be the second time in five seasons or less, maybe four seasons, I mean, you know, you're going to forget all about the Phillies. You're going to definitely forget all about the Philadelphia Union. In fact, you probably already have. No disrespect to the MLS, but... You know, when you lose in penalty kicks, it could have gone either way. You played great. It is what it is. All right. Flip side of that, shout out to our guy, Jeremy Johnson, at ManCookGood on Instagram, cooking podcast, through an air. Jeremy, though a Boston sports fan, has been in L.A. for like 20 years, and LAFC, the MLS Cup champions who beat the Philadelphia Union, they won the whole thing. He has actually adopted them from the get-go. It's the only L.A. team he actually likes. Makes sense. The Revs barely existed before he moved to LA. And they're a new, newish team. They've been around for what, four years, not even? And so JJ was out the game. Tip of the cap to JJ and all the LAFC fans. New club. Big win. Good for them. I'm gonna take a little break here and then come on back. Alright, the Boston Bruins. They were ten and one. I believe they're now ten and two. But you're ten and one. Um the Celtics have had a very tumultuous summer due to their head coach getting suspended. It sounds like the Nets are going to sign him. That's an own goal by the Nets, but I'm not here to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. you got a Red Sox team that can't get out it of its own way and sign beloved, homegrown free agents to respectable contracts. You've got a Patriots team that somehow is mired in a, What was Mired? Excuse me, in a quarterback controversy between Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi, Patriots are five and four heading into their bye week. You know, at best they're probably a ten and seven team. Much more likely a nine and eight or eight and nine team. They may or may not sneak into the playoffs. They're in a good division, so the Patriots are middling at best. Bruins were ten and one, and they decide, decide, excuse me, to sign this dude Miller. Who has like a chronic history of being not only a bully of somebody with cognitive, uh, you know, with cognitive challenges, and being a bully for years and years and years, but also being a racist about being a bully, and probably, you know, again, I'm going to take a take a leap here, probably being a racist not only to the person he was bullying, but likely having those tendencies and that those beliefs and bringing them to other parts of his life too. So the Bruins needlessly signed this guy, didn't check with the league if he'd even be eligible to play. So the NHL commissioner, who no one usually likes, Gary Bettman, basically said, I don't even know if we're going to let this dude play. The AHL, the AAA, the minor leagues of hockey, similar, never said they would let this guy play. The Phoenix Coyotes, who nobody cares about in Phoenix because it's Arizona and it's hockey, they cut ties with this dude over his past and the Bruins, at 10-1 at the time, now 10-2, and, and this has been covered by everybody, decided, oh yeah, you know what would really mix up our locker room? Because we really need to shake things up now at 10-1, which is the dumbest thing ever, is this terrible human being that nobody likes, that nobody even thinks we need, that nobody's even thinking about existing. And we're going to do it in a sports-crazed city, in which our first-place hockey team is on the front page or the back page of the newspaper for all the right reasons and we're going to needlessly make a distraction for all the wrong reasons as a bus goes by the house and hits air brakes. Thanks a lot. I mean, someone has to talk about it and everybody is and the Bruins cut ties with the dude on Sunday night at 9 p.m. because of course they did but the fact that you signed him in the first place and it took three days of everybody smashing you around instead of like three seconds. P.S. It shouldn't have even done it. I mean, that's horrific. Absolutely horrific. no place for that kind of person in the game and everybody wanted to say it happened. He was a juvenile. Yeah, but it happened for like six years in a row. Seven years in a row, maybe. Constantly bullying the same kid. Again, with cognitive challenges. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Unbelievable garbage from the Bruins. Unbelievable garbage from the Bruins. Don Sweeney... More like Don Boldick. This guy's a disaster. And if you live in New England and you've seen the local politician ads, you know that Don Boldic is a disaster. You know, the, you know the joke I'm making with the commercial uh, from a super PAC that's against him. And whether it's Don Sweeney or Don Boldic, total disaster. Cam Nealy, you're a disaster too right now, buddy. The days of, uh, you know, I'm just leave it there. You're a disaster too right now, buddy. All right, let's take another uh, quick little little mini mini break here. Collect my thoughts on a World Cup take. And then we'll go from there. All right, the World Cup is going to be in November and December because it's going to be over in there in Qatar, Qatar, Q-A-T-A-R. It is called Qatar Airlines, though, so I've got to think it's Qatar. Anyway, Qatar is hosting the World Cup. Many think that it, it was secured in terms of the bid fraudulently and or through bribery to the point that it's usually 122 degrees in the summertime over in the Middle East, on the Arabian Peninsula, where Qatar is. And so they have to interrupt the domestic soccer-slash-football seasons all over the world to do the World Cup in November, December, instead of the typical kind of June, July. But it's starting. It starts November 20th. And I thought to myself, okay, here in the United States, everybody's going to be, you know, be paying attention to U.S. the U.S. national team. Which is great. I will be too. I'm excited for them As I'm excited for all the other teams in it. But I was thinking to myself, is there a group of teams that I can commit to watching all three of their group stage games? And is there a team that has a chance to win its group and then get into the knockout stage of the World Cup? And this year, instead of a 32-team knockout, Oh, I'm sorry. It usually is the top 16. So anyway, we're focusing on Uruguay, aka Uruguay. Um, they are ranked 14th in the world. They're in a group, I believe, of Portugal, who's ranked ninth. So they're not a done deal to get in. They've got South Korea and I believe Ghana as well in their in their group, and. Not only can I watch all of their games, but they're obscure enough where it's a small enough nation where even though they won the World Cup way back in the day, they hosted it twice, I think, way back in the day. Besides folks in Uruguay and Uruguayans, why not have somebody or some podcast cover them like fanboys um, out of nowhere for a week to 10 days, and if they go on the run, we'll keep doing it. And I bring that up. Because that's three episodes, right? They've got three group stage games. We're going to probably either talk about or recap all three of them. This is an episode that's four. So whether we do any more pods or not, that's going to get us to like 587. And we're going to have about 13 more podcasts to do between now and the end of January. The 8th anniversary of the Filibuster Freestyle. Um, We're going to be changing the format of the Freestyle We're like 95% sure. We think some of you who listen to The Freestyle Now will like it. We know not everybody will. But after eight years, almost 600 episodes, almost a million downloads, of which we think that most of them are legitimate downloads, this is a show that is for everybody, which means it's been a show for kind of like nobody. And I say kind of like, because no, of course, we've had people listening and we are so grateful, but... We don't have the platform to talk about whatever we want. We got to niche it down, niche down, ratchet it down. We alluded to a little bit of season ticket showcase over the summer. I'm not even sure we're going to do that. We might do a little bit wider of a niche than that. But we might, you know, we're going to do a niche that we think we can care about, we can commit to, and that we can use to talk about other things like we're doing here today. So, anyway, more on that to come. We're going to get you at least 600 episodes of the Filibuster Freestyle by February 1st, 2023. And then, like back in the day when your favorite rock station would turn into like a light rock station over, over a weekend because of a purchase, we might change formats a little. But here's the deal. We've talked about so many different things on this show. We've had so many fun guests on the show that some of what we've been doing for the last eight years is just going to continue. We're just going to be doing more of that, and I'll be sharing more of that with y'all as we make some decisions here over the holiday break. PhilBufferFreestyle.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, take care.